0: Alhamdulillah, l'Ahmaduhu wa wants to eat, who wants to eat, when I would be lahim in Shururi and Fusina, wa mean say at Yamalina, may La Ilaha illa, who after Hula Shari Kala, Washadu and Muhammad Abduhu or Sulu. وصاحبه هو خليلُه وخيرته من خلقه وأمينه على وحيه أرسله ربه رحمة للعالمين وحجة على خلقه وإباده أجمعين وأسأل الله ألا من صالحي أمته وأن يوم القيامة في زمرته ثم أما بعد أولا عباد الله ونفسي First and foremost of slaves of Allah I advise myself and your honorable selves To observe the taqwa of Allah For indeed those who observe the taqwa Of Allah They are the successful ones And this is an advice Which Allah He gave the first part of this ummah And he gave this advice to the latter part of the Ummah, as Allah Subh'anaHu Wa taala said وَلَقَدْ <laughs> That indeed we have given this advice to your Ummah Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi and to yourself and to the nations which came before you that you observe the taqwa of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa taala. Ibadallah, O servants of Allah in a moment which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relates to us, a moment before a prophet was overcome with death, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al Baqarah verse 133 he relates to us the advice which this noble prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relayed to his children and his offspring. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, am kuntum shuhada' id hadara ya'qub al mawt id qala labanihi ma ta'budun min ba'di na'budu ilahaka wa ilaha aba'ika ibrahima wa isma'ila wa ishaqa ilahan wahida wa nahnu lahu muslimun so allah azwajalri relate to us this moment before nabi yaqub alayhi salam was overcome with death. And he gave an advice in awasiya to his offspring. And he said, Allah shall relate to us. And he said, oh, "Were you witnesses when that moment of death came to Ya'qub?" when he said to his sons, "Ma min ba'di?" What will you worship after me? What was the response? Qalu na'abudu ilahaka. We will worship. Your God, Allah, wa ilaha abaika, and the Lord of your forefathers, Ibrahim, Ismail, and Ishaq, ilaha wa hida, one Muslimun. and to Him we will submit. And so this verse shows us the importance of this matter of al iman, and this verse shows us the importance of this matter of tawheed. At the time of death, in a state of departure from this dunya, he gives this wasiyah and advice to his children. And who is the one asking the question? The one who is asking the question is a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what is the status of the one who is asking the question? It is the son of Ishaq, the son of Ibrahim, a noble lineage. A lineage of prophets because as we know the lineage of salam it goes back to Abu'l-Anbiya it goes back to the father of prophets Ibrahim the Imam of the Hunafa the Imam of the monotheists so this is not any prophet it is Khalil Rahman alayhi salatu was salam the father of the prophets the Imam of the Muwahideen and so he poses this question to his offspring, and if there was any children who would have had surety to die upon Tawheed, they would have been the sons and the children of the Anbiya. But he asked this question, مَاذَا Min Ba'di, What will you worship after me? And this is the importance of this matter. When we observe the times you are living in, we see many challenges for our youth. And these challenges, they go back to two main reasons. The challenge of overcoming desires and the challenge of overcoming doubts. These are two of the major fitan which we are being faced with today. And more so, our sons and our daughters. It is the fitna, it is the trial of desires and it is the trial of doubts. And the dunya has become more attractive for the one who seeks it. And the material things have become more pleasurable for the one who seeks it out. And the greater challenge, the greater challenge than the challenge of desires, it is the intellectual battle, the intellectual warfare. Where our kids are being taken away from the innate fitrah. Where our children are being taken away from the natural disposition which Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala created them upon, as the Prophet والسلام, says, "كل مولود Then each and every single newborn is born upon the natural disposition. فأبواه then his parents make him a Jew, make him a Christian. Or make him a fire worshipper. So the parents will influence the child and the child will follow the religion of the parents. And note in this hadith, the Prophet did not say, for Abu wahu. his parents make him a Muslim. Because the natural state of each and every single newborn, it is Fitratul Islam. It is the disposition of al-Islam. And this innate disposition is being corrupted. We see the challenge of LGBTQ, and in fact, we are now in Pride Month. And for many of us sitting here today, many of those who are in our youth, this was not a challenge for us growing up, but this is becoming normalized. We see this being pushed in social media. We we see this being pushed by every major outlet. And what is the goal? The goal is to normalize this practice, the practice of homophobia and the practice of transgenderism and the practice of lesbianism. And so this is being forced upon our youth and this creates confusion in their hearts and minds. Wallahu musta'an. And we see the challenge of atheism also very, very rife. And atheism, it is a madhab. It is an ideology which is old and had very few followers. Today it is widespread and it is gaining traction. And both these challenges, it goes against the natural disposition. The natural disposition is that a person naturally inclines towards the fact that there must be a deity that must be worshipped. The natural disposition inclines towards the fact that a male cannot marry a male, and a female cannot marry a female. And the natural disposition affirms that a person who is born a male, Cannot change the gender, and a person who is born a female cannot change the, the gender. Ibad Allah, Allah Azza says, "Ya Oh, you who believe, and this is an address to each and every single one of us who is the head of the household. Oh, you who believe, anfusakum, save yourselves, and save your progeny from the fire of Jahannam. This is the responsibility which rests upon the shoulder of the head of the household. And that is the man. And as Ali ibn Abi Talib said with regard to this verse, that teach your kids obedience. For if we don't start taking responsibility for our children, and by this we don't just mean material, yani well-being of our children, That many of us are doing this well, and some of us perhaps are going into excess, that we feel that we have not been brought up with certain material benefits, and we are giving our children more of this. But we are witnessing this directly, that this is bringing the destruction. By this we mean, take responsibility for our children, taking responsibility for the preservation of the Iman, and taking responsibility for the preservation of their Islamic identities. It is a responsibility which rests upon our shoulders. For if we fail them, we will fail, fail them not just in the dunya, but more so in the akhirah. Ya ma'ashara al shabab, O gathering of youth, waqtu al shabab thameenul la'i wa Your youth, it is a very, very precious moment in your life, and it can never ever be replaced. وَزَهْرَةُ And it is a treasure which there is no likeness of. So it is obligatory upon each and every single one who seeks tawfiq from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the life of this world that he seizes this opportunity and he seizes these moments of his youth. That so he takes advantage of this time to spend it in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that he spent his time during his youth seeking closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that he strives against himself in this period which is described as being a period of madness. That he strives against his soul. And he strives against his desire to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he places the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above any other pursuit which he has. For the Prophet ﷺ said, اغترم قمسا kabla Khamsin, Seize and take advantage of five matters before these five matters overcome you. And from this the Prophet said, "Washababak kabla Haramik, Take advantage of your youthful nature and state before old age overcomes you. That you will not have the physical ability you have in your youth when you reach your old age. You will not have the ability to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like you can worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your youthful state. So take advantage of this time for this is the time which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to dedicate to Him. For each and every single person reaches a moment in his life by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where He repents to Allah and where he seeks to make amends for his shortcomings. And he strives in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the part of our life which is most valuable, this is the part of our life which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to dedicate to him. Fayasha shabab al-Islam, hadha al-waktul fi jalla so, O oh, So, gathering of youth, take advantage of this great moment in your life. And see this moment in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Under the shade of the Qur'an and the Sunnah and the directives of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi For if you do this, you will achieve a great ending in dunya and more so in the akhirah. Isma'u ila hadha al hadith al-Azim. Listen to this great hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu wherein he said, Saba'atun yudhilluhumullah la dhilla illa dilluhu That the Prophet Sallallahu said in the hadith report in Al-Bukhari, seven people will be under the shade of the Arsh al rahman on the day when there will be no shade except his shade. Wadhakar minhum and the Prophet also mentioned, From amongst these individuals, It is that youth that was reared upon the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in another narration mentions, That youth that has been raised upon the obedience of Allah. And so we see from this hadith, That parents play a pivotal role in rearing their child, Upon sound tarbiyah, That we have to play an active role in our kids' lives if we want them to be reared upon the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the greatest of all bounties which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants tawfiq to his servant, it is that he grants the servant to seize his, 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 his youthful state in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And achieving his pleasure. So, if the question is asked, How can it not be that a believer will be asked about this bounty of youth and that he will be taken in account for this bounty? The hadith reported in Tirmidhi makes this clear to us. From the authority of Abdullah ibn Asuddin Radiallah An Rasuri Lay sallallahu alayhi wa sallam annau call La tazulu Qadama Abdi Yomal Tiyama Ti Hatta Yusal and Arba'in that the feet of a servant will not cease from his position or of taking being taken into account up until he is asked about four matters. An umrihi fima afna. He will be asked about his life and how he spent it. Wa And he'll be asked about his youth and how he utilized his youth.. He'll be asked about his wealth, how he earned it and how he spent it. And he'll be asked about his, his knowledge and what he did with it. So these four matters, each and every single person will be questioned about. And the point we are focusing on here is that the youth will be asked about his youth and how he spent it. A gathering of youth. In the rectification of the youth is the rectification of the Ummah. Because the youth is the reflection of the future of this Ummah. Many of the bounties which we enjoy in our communities, of the building of Masajid and Madaris, and the infrastructure which we have, it is due to the efforts of our forefathers. But when we ask ourselves the question with regards to what the future of Al-Islam holds for us, then we need to take ourselves into account. And we need to ask ourselves, are we coming to the fore? What are we dedicating to the service of al-Islam? Respected youth, you have a great need to take precaution and protect yourselves from the plots of the enemies, whose only goal is to take you away from the path of Allah Subh'ana wa ta'ala. Allah Azza wa Jalla says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu khudhu khidhrakum. O oh, you who believe, take precautions and go forth either in groups or together. Aqulu maa sami'tum <laughs> wa astagfiru laali <laughs> wa lakum min kulli dam fa innahu wa rahmur rahim. Alhamdulillah wa hadah wa salatu ala man la nabiya ba'da wa ba'd. Ibad Allah. Azza tells us in this profound verse that we need to take precautions and we need to be mindful of the plots of our enemies. Allah addresses us and He says, Ya ayyuha amanu khudu khidrakum. O you who believe, take your precautions and go forth either in groups or go together. And this is in the context of al-jihad. And today, the major jihad, or a form of jihad, which each and every single Muslim, and each and every single Muslim household is faced with, it is the intellectual warfare. It is the warfare which comes about as a result of the ideologies which want to take us away from the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna shabab al-muslim al-yawm yajibu alayhi <laughs> أَيَّكُونَ كَمَا كَانَ فِي الْمَغْضِ san فَطِنًا It is upon the youth of today to be smart and to be diligent and to know the plots and ways of deception, for there are many. The greatest of these plots of deception, it is the pop culture which we all experience today. It is the music, it is the influence of movies, it is the influence of social media, It is the influence of silsilat, of series. And this is what we need, this is what we feed our minds. And this is what we aspire towards. For many youth today do not have physical friends. Their friends are found on social media. And many youth today do not have positive influential figures in their lives. But the influential figures in their lives, it is the pop culture. So we need to understand this in the light of the hadith reported in Sunan Abi Dawud, wherein Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala said that the Prophet said, ala ahadukum man That a person is upon the religion and the way of life of his friend. So that one of you look as to whom he befriends. And this is a powerful reminder from the Prophet Sallallahu For in this hadith, the Prophet Wasallam is teaching us the concept that the sahib sahib. A sahib sahib, meaning that your companion, he draws you towards his way. Either his way will be a positive one, and a one which Allah Azza is pleased with, or it will be a pathway of shaitan and a path which leads you towards this guidance, wallahu musta'an. And so we need to be very diligent with regards to what we feed our hearts and our minds. And we need to be actively involved in our kids' lives. And we need to monitor what they are watching. For nowadays you find that even in the cartoons, they are pushing this ideology of LGBTQ. That you'll find in cartoons, you'll find that two animated characters, Father and father, they want to have a child. And so these are seeds which are being planted into the hearts and the minds of our youth. And if we don't have these discussions with our kids, they will fall prey to these ideologies. So we should not lend our ears to those who do not have the goal of Islam. At mind. Nor do they want to raise the banner and the flag of truth. And these influences... Of Muslimin. It is only the influence of a shaytan As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us He says... As-Shaytanu ya'idukum al-faqra wa ya'murukum bil-fahshah. Wallahu ya'idukum maghfiratan minhu wa fadla. Wallahu wasi'un alim. Allah says... It is only the shaitan who promises you poverty. And he commands you and he orders you with obscenities, zina, sin, and the like. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he promises for you forgiveness directly from him and virtue. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is wasiun alim. And Ibn Abi Hatim recorded. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa said, Shaitan has, has an effect on the son of Adam. And the angels also have an effect on the son of Adam. As for the effect of Shaitan, it is by his threatening with evil repercussions and rejecting the truth. And this is haq with regards to each and every single call which takes you away from Allah. The Prophet goes on and he mentions, As for the effect of the angel, it is by his promise of a good end and believing in the truth. Whoever finds the latter, whoever finds yani the effect of the angel and the promise of a good end, let him know that it is coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And let him thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. And whoever finds the former, let him seek refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the Prophet said, "الشيطان يعيدكم الفقرة." Ibad Allah. Today, we find that we need to create an environment for the youth where they can be safe from these ideologies, and where they can be safe from the influences which take them away from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And in the story of Ashab al we have a good example. That in the story Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that they were a group of youth. And their only goal was to preserve the iman. In a time where each and every single individual in the society was upon kufr, their only goal and aim it was to preserve and protect the iman. About them Allah Azza wa said, In nahum fit natun huda. Allah said that indeed there were a group of youth. Amanu bi Rabbihim. They believed in their Rabb. and as a result of this, we increased them in guidance. And this is true for each and every single individual who makes effort and strives in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these challenging times of the fitan which we have mentioned, the fitnah of desires and the fitan of doubts. Each and every single individual who seeks out guidance, Allah Azza wa Jalla will guide him. As Allah Azza wa Jal said, Allah said, indeed those who strive and make effort in our way, لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا Certainly will guide them to our path of guidance. وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لا مع الله سبحانه وتعالى will give special ma'iyyah, a special witness to those who are the people of Iksan. وهذا وصلوا رحمكم الله على خير وازكى صاحب الحود والشفاء